I almost forgot. I did this last week, <laughs> but uh, I, I I actually did forget. I was I was gonna do this before we start recording, but I had to screen into my pillow. Okay, go ahead. Just one. Give me one one moment, please. Because my parents heard me last time. <coughs> right now. Welcome everybody to episode five of ninety nine one hundred, the podcast, counting up the top one hundred grossing films of the nineteen ninety nine domestic box office. I am your humble host, uh, Sparky Shelton. It's me, Tino Mickens, and I'm Ryan Edelstein. Fuck, I, I said my last name. <laughs> no, wait, yeah, my name, my last name is Tartles Dernderger <laughs> I think that was the cleanest I have ever said the name of the podcast and the premise of the podcast. I'm pretty proud yeah. of myself. I think that's the cleanest that I've ever peaked to the maximum levels that this microphone can oh, take Oh, no. In. That's my job to fix. <laughs> um, well, uh, it is episode five. This week's movie is Muppets from Space, the classic 1999 uh, Jim Henson property. Um, you don't have to watch the movie to be in on this episode because we have one Mr. Ryan Edelstein to kick us off as he does every week with Ryan's Raps. Ryan, you got, you got something for us this week, bud? All right. Welcome back to another week of Ryan's Raps Muppets edition. We're going to be starting in three, two, one. Starting off in an asteroid field, see the big words of the title, Better Yield, a hurricane is blasting through an ordeal. See Noah on an ark. Barring Birdman, can't embark. Side note, no chill. Species fluidity is a big pill to swallow. Don't want to be alone. He just want to get back home, Rizzo. Enter Kermit, my boy in a hermit. Hitting the beats like he's a king gotta earn it. Living in a house with the Muppets. Sometimes you gotta say fuck it. Because when they bring the funk and you got a trunk, you gotta be fine with a little dunk. Do they eat bacon? Yes. Looking at Miss Piggy in a dress. Ouch. Maybe it's not... The best couch. Gonzo's an only guy. He's not even a little shy, but he doesn't know <laughs> what he is, and he wants to cry. Distinct. What a way to describe him. Succinct. <laughs> Can you rap along to Tino's machine gun laughter? It's so hard. <laughs> he looks at the beach, and he sinks. He sees the cereal move, and he thinks. He's tripping balls, and he gives Rizzo a call, but nobody... But nobody helps but him. Damn, Jeffrey Tambor is fat. Getting communications, don't know what to do. It's a sensation. Generals are contemplating. Oh, shit, it's progressive. These ads add a new perspective. Selling me a bounty. About to rack up a bounty. <laughs> this was brought to you by Bounty. Aliens come crashing in. Zapping him like Invader Zoom. Flying through space like Spaceman Jim. It's getting funky. The cosmic fish are getting chum chummy. About to turn them into space chutney. But they know some shit. They send him off on a space trip journey to the unknown but he's finally going home mrs piggy on the telly looking like a bad bitch nobody tell me making contact with the brothers heli covered in foil nobody sell me <laughs> rob schneider coming in hot stash growing fully it's really a lot gonzo's an alien kermit thinks he's not cut men in black putting gonzo in the back put his brain back on the rack fighting karate belt in black miss piggy with the cards karate chops would be hitting hard nobody fights harder than lard protest this bitch really has mashed potatoes? Is that really how the scene goes? The aliens show up and she's like, yo, I have this delicacy. Potatoes? Is that the end of the song? No, no, no. Tamber, Ed, rat guy, fed, cut. Here's a razor that works perfectly. Gillette skin guard making you less ugly. Charmin, bounty's back. Picking up messes so you can address this bitch in a dress that is covered in stress. And now your neck is on the line about that one time you spilled... Some shit on her dress brought to you by Bounty. <laughs> That's the end. Oh, my God. I have so much to talk about. Um, I have one thing. What's that? <laughs> Why was that whole section about different products? Because what find in a grocery store. I have a theory. Like a I have a theory. Can I share my theory? I have an answer. I, so, yeah, let's hear let me Let me go through the theory. Um, 
This uh, movie is avail- available to stream on Vudu and Amazon uh, Video with advertisements. And I think Ryan is such a well-oiled machine that even when the advertisements pumped up, he worked it into his rhymes because he is a solid professional. Am I right? Congratulations. You won, Sparky. You know what that means. You're going on a free trip to whatever planet Gonzo's from. What planet was Gonzo from? Hell. (laughs) I don't think that's true. (laughs) Yeah, well, tell that to fucking Noah. Tell that to Noah next time. How about that? That is that is true. Um, thank you, Ryan. That was that was gorgeous. And now that our audience knows everything that happened in this movie, we can move well, on to a new section for, for what seems like about the first half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, no, you recapped it all in its entirety, sparing no expense. Um, we're gonna move yeah, on sure, to yeah. our our new segment uh, right after that's gonna follow Ryan's raps. It is uh, the Miller highlights champagne of bits where we're going to go around uh the proverbial table um from northern alabama to uh northern new york that's where yeah. you are tino yeah, yeah. all the way I'm to in, sunny san I'm diego i'm in kansas baby <laughs> okay well you ain't in kansas anymore baby that's anyway a, that's a 1939 reference to um <laughs> oh yeah to the 1939 film the wizard of oz Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, don't try to pull dates out like that, okay, Ryan? I, th- I can I pull out a date like the any, one. Like the any, one date I can pull out a date like to say is 1999. Every other, we do not acknowledge the presence or legitimacy of any other year besides 1999. Well, it also happens to be referenced in Men in Black when Tommy Lee Jones tells <laughs> Will Smith that he ain't in Kansas anymore, motherfucker. But what does Tommy Lee Jones sound like when he says that? Come I'm on. gonna be totally honest. I don't even know if that movie came out in 1999. <laughs> I don't yeah, think it me neither did. did not. <laughs> anyway, did Miller not. highlights the champagne of bits where we go around the table talking about uh, the highlights that we liked from the last movie. Um, oh, uh, parting the uh, parting the curtain a little bit, we did uh, take a week gap between uh watching the movie and recording this podcast so i hey, think Sparky, just a timeout let's maintain the illusion that we did not skip a week oh i was only gonna say that because i don't remember anything about this movie I think that I also don't remember fucking shit about this movie, bro. <laughs> Sounds like you I guys remember, didn't listen to Ryan's raps. There's no... I oh, I know everything word for word. Ryan, I know every commercial that you saw during this movie, you but I cannot tell you the You spent too much on commercials. So now I remember that Bounty uh, is the quicker picker-upper, right? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, Ryan, I'm since you I'm just over were... here shaving my head with the Gillette razor <laughs> and wondering where I went wrong. How about that? I can kick off this week's highlights and lowlights. Uh, it was mentioned in Ryan's raps, of course. Um, that is Fat Jeffrey Tambor. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to body shame Jeffrey Tambor. I think he's no, got enough Jeff. on his plate. Um, but he we is, love you, Jeff. We love you, Jeff. Uh, we did an improv show with you in 2013. We're big love fans. You, Jeff. Um, but uh, uh, we did. It did strike me how chunky it was. Can I talk about the time I did an improv show before Jeffrey Tambor spoke at I'm a... sorry, Sparky. This is... We're, we're out of time on that. Oh, bit, no. Yeah. I really want to talk about it, <laughs> It was though. actually... You know, you know, actually, I'm getting a word now myself in my earpiece, which is that they're saying they, were, they thought they were out of time for that bit, but actually they were just out of time for him talking because he had just been talking for so long that they just sort of wanted to get to someone else talking. Okay, Tino, so you I go think, ahead. You go ahead. What? I'll, what? I'll let it go. Oh, I'll let it oh, stream. Tino, yeah. you go ahead. No, and they're saying it's time for Ryan to talk. Oh, okay, And it's cool. time for Ryan to talk. All right, welcome back to Miller Highlights, uh, the champagne of bits. Um, this is Ryan speaking. I would just like to say that I was appalled at the decision for the inclusion of bestiality in this film. Um, mm. Do you want to expand on that? Because it's yeah, been weeks more. since yeah. I watched so, it, but I don't think I would have forgotten bestiality. So as we all know, 
Gonzo is an alien, and he gets taken by the government. He kind of volunteers to go with them, honestly. Uh, he was like, oh, who are you guys? You're going to help me find my family? And Jeffrey Tambor's like, yeah, I'm going to help you find your family. Oh, it's and spot like, on. Yeah, I'm sick. fat as fuck. Oh, my God, I weigh a 1,000 pounds. Continue. <laughs> so continue, continue, I say. Uh, so he's going. He's going to the, 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 the secret base, you know. And then they're like, let's throw him on the table. So he's getting operated on. And then his boys, the Muppets, you know, you got, you got Miss Piggy, you got the, the scientist guy, you got Kermit the Frog and others. And they all come and save him. Oh, and some rats that uh, Rizzo meets in, 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 in captivity. But that's aside, besides the point. The point I'm trying to make is after they have the big fight scene, um, spoilers, <laughs> they're escaping through the halls. They're running down the halls. And there we see none other than Animal, the Muppet, and Kathy Griffin. Mm. And they have, they, have, they have a relationship that is more than friendly. And that is true. It is, it is quite frankly shocking that they would in- include that content. And I would like to go back uh, a second if I can find my notes here. Never mind, I can't find my notes, so... Carry on. That's all I had for that. <laughs> okay. Uh, Tino, it's your turn. What was your Miller highlight, the Champagne of Bits selection this week? For me, the champ, the bubbliest little, mm-mm, little, scrumptious little, spritzy little part of this movie, let me tell you. Mm-hmm. It was that little montage. Mm-hmm. That little montage, because I'll tell you something. I did sit through this whole movie. Honestly, I did. I crossed my heart, <laughs> hope to die. I sat through this whole movie. And let me tell you, not a lot of it mattered to me. Mm-hmm. But this this, <laughs> this first section, this montage, oh, this, I hate it because this, <laughs> the, the, the opening, opening montage. The opening montage where they're dancing to Brick House. To the, the Brick House montage, yeah. Brick. I quite enjoyed oh, it. Yeah. I did. It really it caught my eye. It, yeah. it held my attention the whole time. Can we have a and moment, of, just a, really quick? Can we have a like a compl- contemplative moment of silence between the brick and the house? Because she's a brick. House. Oh. All right. Great. Thanks, guys. <laughs> it always really gets to me when we do that. Oh my god. Okay, gosh. I think so- I'm ready. Yeah, go I ahead. I did find my notes. Well, wait your turn. My God. <laughs> Tino, what, what yeah. in particular did you like about it? Um, I really loved... Listen. <laughs> what world is this <laughs> that we are living in? Mm-hmm. In this Muppet movie. Not, mm-hmm. not, not, in our mo- not in our world. We, you know, whatever. The Muppet movie world... These Muppets, mm-hmm. they're doing normal human stuff. Mm-hmm. They're going around the house. Yeah. Oh, I'm making toast. Oh, I'm reading the paper. Here's my thing. The whole time, I'm just like, yeah, but you don't have legs. <laughs> like, the whole time, I'm thinking that. And the whole time I'm watching this movie, I can't stop. And so I don't, I don't know how to even, like, I can't even really process it as a story. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm just like you have no legs. So it's not this particular section that you have a problem with. It's more the it's it's more just like the overarching conceit that the Muppets can like ambulate. That's what you have a problem I think, with. I think this this opening montage it really highlighted it for me because okay, they're doing sure, so many sure. they're doing so many like just sort of basic around the house type activities mm. you know what i mean stuff that we're all used to doing constantly <laughs> in our daily lives yeah. and the whole time i'm thinking yeah but show me the footwork like <laughs> <laughs> there might be like, like a I'm... behind the scenes thing that you could get into yeah man maybe y- you know what they say about footwork muhammad ali didn't didn't get his name uh, float like a butterfly sting like a bee for nothing man was that it's his nickname the fancy feet. <laughs> did they call yeah. him muhammad float like a butterfly sting like a bee ali Ooh, that okay. rhymes i bet they did call him that okay but hear me out okay. right so you do the movie again okay but you're just getting the bottom halves of all the muppets <laughs> That is a great idea, someone, but highly you explicit. Got, you really gotta. Wow, wow. What? Wow. What? Wow. 
So you're going to bring it there. You That's brought it to the lower going. half. I only brought in the genitals because I <coughs> felt it was necessary. Oh, yeah. Let's think about the lower half of a Muppet. Something we just spent three minutes explicitly saying does not exist. Kermit bro. has legs, We can though. make it anything. Kermit oh, that's has true. legs. <laughs> that's true. Wow. That yeah, blows your whole shit wow. right o- wide open, huh? Damn, bro. I have All another right, so we're cutting Kermit. I have another... <laughs> we're killing Kermit? <laughs> He's done. Oh. He's my low light of the whole film. That's Kill actually Kermit. the plot of John Wick 4. It's John Wick 4 <laughs> killing Kermit. Yeah, I'm thinking hey. me likey. <laughs> I... I have yeah. a few questions. Okay. Is it Based is it part of your highlights? Because you have to wait your turn. Yeah, that's what I thought. I have a highlight. Uh, Jeffrey Tambor. So we were all... Well, Ryan wasn't in an improv group in high school, and uh, the temple up the road from our high school. What, My temple. No your guess. your temple. What was what's the name of it? Is Beth Congregation Bethom. Bethom. Yeah, they had a speaker series, I believe, and the speaker one week was Jeffrey Tambor, and they had our improv team come and open. Um, and I want you to picture a noisy. Uh, house lights up, uh, just temple. Sparky, it's a temple. They don't. There are no. There are lights. They're there's just no lights, house lights. But like, <laughs> they're just how. They're lights. There's there's no stage, is what I'm getting at. Um, there's a raised platform. And uh, they have no MC or anything, and they just sort of like shove us on stage to do improv, um, which we do. To mixed success, I mean it's loud, um, and but we're the opener, and then Jeffrey Tambor comes out and gives like this forty-five minute depressing as shit talk about the struggles of his life and like how <laughs> shitty the world is, and they just like thematically botched it. Um, and I was thinking about that the whole movie. That was the highlight of my movie. Ryan, you had notes? Yeah, I got some notes. Um, not really highlights, but I just wanted to get I wanted to gauge the audience. Um, you know. Okay. Uh, so I did indeed see this on, well, I didn't watch it on Voodoo. Okay. But I did go on to Voodoo to look at the movie's availability. Mm-hmm. Weak. Um, I watched on Amazon Prime, also with ads. Both options had ads, but that's besides the point. Voodoo, however, does give a lot more details about the film. Okay. In this case, they provide you with a parental guide oh so they yes. give a few metrics here yes. they give you a few metrics here educational value positive messages positive role models yeah. violence and scariness and yeah. language <laughs> one thing i'm seeing missing is bestiality <laughs> hey i'm sorry maybe it's just me can we talk about the violence and scariness in this film what is the violence yeah, so and scariness Ryan, can you please lay out probably the scariest moments for me <laughs> Um, I'm going to say when the rats from the air vents are eating the scientist's face. Ah, uh, yeah. That is, that is pretty scary. Right? You know, actually, like, yeah, like, no joke, like, <laughs> fuck. You see the skin coming off, you see, you know, you see, you see muscles, like, contracting as he screams. Yeah, and the whole time, I'm just like, show me those legs. <laughs> <laughs> You wanted to see the mouse legs, not the yeah. not the face devouring. Yeah, exactly. Where are these mouse legs? <laughs> hey, Tino, do you have the same problem with uh, Sesame Street? The Big Bird's got wow. big legs. Wow, you know, actually, I'm so glad that you asked, Sparky. Because mm-hmm. I've been, ever since this movie came through my little noggin, I've been sort of pondering a little query. What's that? Uh, uh, sort of like, sort of like... Uh, Asking myself a little question What's or something. That question? Hey, what is his voice? Yeah, what? It, what are you building to, <laughs> bud? Who would win in a fight? Ooh, oh, Muppets or the Sesame Street? That's a mm. that's a great question, bud. Thank you very much. I feel good about it. Well, technically, okay. aren't Sesame Street characters Muppets? Ah, I now think perhaps. so. Is it just a version, like just a just a question of like Bloods v Crips, 
featured. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think we have to get into if they're different species or not. I think it's more. I don't think you ever have to say crips again, <laughs> Ryan. I think for the rest of your life, you can probably just say that word's not on my list. Okay. You're right. This is Blood Town. <laughs> IV baby. You're right. Blood bloods be brips. You know. <laughs> is that um, how I'm done with that one. Just yeah, carry on. Sorry. I I think that's a fantastic question, and I do want to focus on it um, instead of the the sort of uh, uh, probably like just. What's the word where it's like just it's a surface level definition issue? I don't know. I want to focus on this question. Um, I have some thoughts about who would win. Uh, the I think the biggest advantage that Sesame Street has is tactical, mm. and the biggest advantage that the Muppets have is just like. I mean, it's 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 Beaker, right? It's like Beaker and 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 Bunsen Honeydew. Like they have a weapons lab, bro. Dude, I'm so cl- I'm so clicked in with you right now <laughs> because it's absolutely Sesame Street has the tactical advantage because you have what Snuffleupagus. Listen, you bring that guy in. Let's, the rest of them. Let's the rest take of them don't e- <laughs> a minute to talk about Snuffleupagus. Yo, the rest of them don't even have legs, and this guy's coming in with four. <laughs> that's not four even. Big that's ones. not even. That's not even the tactical advantage I'm imagining, right? Because if you presuppose that the whoa, Muppets whoa, whoa, are, whoa, 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 you're not thinking about the legs. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking about the legs. Don't get me wrong. I am thinking about the legs, but okay. I think it's even more powerful that Snuffleupagus has partial cloaking. Because if I remember mammoth. correctly. Snuffleupagus is like an invisible mammoth that the adults can't see. Kermit's got a job. Miss Piggy's in show business. They all have jobs. They're adults. And there's those old okay sitting on the couch eating bacon. Yeah, in front of Miss oh. Piggy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You think Statler and Waldorf, the most adults, adults in this fucking fiction, are going to be able to see Snuffleupagus? Are going to open their minds to the? curiosity and whimsy that requires uh that is required to see snuffleupagus no listen 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 i'm cutting in i'm cutting in i'm cutting in how about that (laughs) yeah now everyone's all quiet (laughs) (laughs) point is snuffleupagus you were telling me <laughs> just now. You were telling me about how, um, you know, the partial cloaking, all this stuff. Yeah, I was I was listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, you weren't. No, you weren't. You wouldn't have even had to say that if you were. I was listening. I promise. I was Not listening. I was. <laughs> I was listening. My point is, what if? Listen. These Muppets, they're people. They're people. These Muppets are people, okay? This world we're living in, these Muppets are people. Sesame Street is the imaginary friend world of the Muppets. Okay. The, The people, the people on Sesame Street are the imaginary friends of the people in the Muppets world. Okay. And the Muppets in Sesame Street are the imaginary friends of the Muppets in the Muppet world. Huh. And j- using that logic, okay, Sesame Street definitely wins. They get the psychological victory. Because Statler and they're... Waldorf aren't willing to open their hearts right. to the innocence and the beauty of Sesame Street. Um, how about that? I'd like to interject here. That is true. Um, you guys are both focused okay. on this weird imagination, you know, mental side, you know, brains. Brains of the operation, if you will. Sparky brought up Beaker <laughs> with their weapons lab and intelligence, the tactical advantage uh-huh. that the Muppets have. But let's just talk about the brawn for a second. Brain v. Brawn. I'm looking at the list yes. here, man. And it's not looking good for the Muppets, you know? What do they got? They got a pig, a small little green frog thing, an alien <coughs> that can at best be shot out of a cannon. But, you know, yep. some older version of Elmo and some old guys who sit on a couch. 
Yeah, their infantry is not yeah. great. It's just not great. Sesame Street. Con- Sesame Street, as we've yeah. already mentioned, has has Snuffleupagus. Which we- is a big fucking man. <laughs> so, so that's already game over right there. I think he could take all of them by himself. <laughs> but then, but then you add in, you add in Big Bird. Birds yeah. that are normal sized are scary enough. Yes, thank you. <laughs> yes, thank yes. you. And he has legs, and he and ambulates. He so obviously that's an advantage. They also, I would also, in the defense of Sesame Street, they've got a guy in a trash can. That's some guerrilla warfare shit right there. They've got a very hungry, probably messed up uh, (laughs) monster of cookies. And listen, guy's got a trash can. (laughs) What the fuck, right? Like, that could, you throw a trash can at my head, I'm not going to be fine. (laughs) Cookie monster would fucking devour someone. You he get would Cookie eat Monster mad. He's gonna he's gonna go beast mode. He's gonna go full up beast. This is the this is my point. You see, there's no way the Muppets could ever match the levels of Sesame Street because they're except even in the Muppet world, Sesame Street is made up. Yeah, I guess if you want to try to debate it, go go for it. Except, except, I bet Miss Piggy can find a gun. I bet Kermit can find a gun. They live in the adult world. They're acquainted with well, its already, ways. You think you that mentioned they had a lab. You think that none of them are going to be able to find like actual weaponry? Elmo's not going to know where to buy a gun. He's going not going to know what a pawn shop is. He's going to be like, "Pawn? Is that like a big trip?" <laughs> I tickle you. I hated every second. No. Of that. <laughs> he, <laughs> he's not going to buy a gun. That's what I'm saying. And look, I don't throw war crimes accusations around lightly. But I think if he was asked by Bunce and Honeydew, Beaker would make mustard gas. <laughs> I think Beaker would make napalm. I think Beaker would make, uh, you know, uh, IEDs. I, I don't think that he's strong enough to, to, with proper prompting, say no to on the basis of the Geneva Convention. And this is the other thing that I'm saying. I, I think tactically, tactically. Um, do you, Ryan, do you know the address of of where the Muppets house was in this movie, Muppets if from it's Space, in Omaha, that this Nebraska, podcast is about? Up right now. Do you, I'm asking if you know. Yes or no question. Um, is it on Sesame Street? Hey, guys. Hey, wait. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. What's guys? that? Is John Malkovich in this? Uh, no. I don't think so. It was actually Jeffrey Tambor. We already went no, over this. No, he's guys. not. <laughs> I, oh, I okay, checked. cool, he's cool, not. cool. Yeah. Hey Tino. Thanks. Hey Tino. Yeah, do up? you know where? Do you know where the Muppets house is? I don't. By the way, to answer your question, um, like off the top up your of your butt head, and up your butt and around the corner. So that's a no. I got that answer from the do top of my know, head. Do you know? Do you know where Elmo lives? Elmo's world. Sesame Do you know Street. what what the he lives on Sesame Street? That's the other thing I'm saying. <laughs> they know where they're at. It's not a it's not a mystery. They don't have to put up fucking drones to find the enemy. They just yes. they 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 go on Google Maps. They get the coordinates. They send the fucking uh, uh, bombers that Beaker has made, and they blow them out to all the kingdom come. I think I think yeah, the Muppets okay. take and then it. I guess I guess I guess I guess if we bring it back to Gonzo, um, he's a he's an alien, sure. and obviously the plot of this movie, he was trying to find his family because he's alone. Oh, um, oh yeah. Yo, wait, yo, wait. So you're telling me Elmo doesn't live in Elmo's world? I think Elmo's world think is Elmo's more of a world fictional is just another trash can next door to the other trash can guy. I'm still pretty sure Sesame Street is the Elmo's world of the Muppets world. <laughs> Anywho, Continue, Ryan. Going going upon the fact that uh, they do have, the Muppets do have the tactical advantage. Um, Gonzo, an alien, kicked off of Noah's Ark because he's the only alien on Earth right now. Um, could just call up his mom and dad and Jeffrey Tambor with that big ass space gun they show you in the end. Just be like, hey, mom and dad, family. Mm-hmm. Do the whole cannon thing, but instead of shooting me up into the sky, shoot some rocks into that building right over there. 
game over. They have alien spacecraft. They don't even need Beaker. They just need Gonzo. End of fight. Game over. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. No, I think that was that pretty good. That was pretty good, and I was definitely <laughs> listening. I did the, the Muppets, Muppets win? win. The Muppets win. Did the Muppets win? Yeah. Can I'm we all agree like the Muppets an, would win? An extinct elephant. Yeah, the Muppets are uh, actually no. I'm still saying Sesame Sesame Street Ooh. wins. I think you guys are full of it. Overruled. And I, I, okay. Even if he's cloaked, as soon as somebody gets eaten by Snuffleupagus, they're going to shoot him with a real human adult gun. You know, I think it's very, very, very curious, very funny to me, actually, how this conversation keeps going back to Snuffleupagus. It's like every single he's time. He's their biggest advantage. Who else Snuffleupagus. is yeah, the yeah, fighting? Yeah, 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 yeah. And the Muppets have nothing in response. They have no Snuffleupagus. They have Why guns. Is this a, a conversation? We just went over this. They have alien guns. They have napalm. They have mustard gas. Snuffleupagus' yeah. cloaking doesn't do shit when there's Bro. mustard gas on the field. <laughs> Bro, Snuffleupagus isn't real. And Kermit is. Okay? That is why Sesame Street wins. Yeah, well, and you're just overruled, to argue so. further, you know. Yeah. Um, just yeah, to argue whatever. further. Um, <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. Let's carry on. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll take it. the overruling. I'll take it. God it's fine. It. Okay. I don't care. <laughs> if you, the listener at home, has any uh, points that we missed, uh, please email them to 99100pod. That's 99100pod at gmail.com. We will not read them and delete well, I them might immediately. And if I have a bone to pick with you, expect a phone call and a strongly worded letter. Okay. A uh, phone call? Really? Would you call somebody that you had a bone to pick with? I feel like that's right in the middle of like being controvert, like uh, confrontational. Like I'm gonna look you in the yeah. eyes, but you're not. Like well, we can, we can and do frankly, Zoom. I have a separate phone for my bone people. I have the normal phone, and I have oh. the bone phone that I use to call my dudes um, who give me all the bones that I need. But so, where, when did bones come into it? Help me, help me out here. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> How did bones get into this? Oh, Sorry. bones that you pick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the bone phone is the phone for picking bones. Okay. Sorry, what? <laughs> we're we're cl- we're we're straight. Yeah, no, I'm glad. Um, Tino. Uh, oh yeah, what's up? You are our sergeant at arms of this episode, I believe. Um, oh, so it is your it is your turn like to, to say... let us all know what if they had a gun. Which does sort of dovetail like into the say, conversation uh, that we were having. All right. I'll tell Tino, you. Constantine, deep sea. Yeah. You know, the the guy doesn't have a gun. Because mm-hmm. he argued that the fucking, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, Sesame Street. <laughs> okay. Okay. But we're done with that. I'm we're done with that part of the it. podcast. We we're moved moving on, on, dude. Hey, hey, everybody listening at home. Hey, everybody listening at home. That was really home. just a way... It's a new part. It's okay? a new part. We're not it's a rapping. New part. Do you hear rapping? Because really it ends. To find a way. You're not rapping because <laughs> Brian's rap ends. Bits end. New nickname that I thought of for Constantine. Deep Sea. Which yeah, was what? <laughs> Deep Sea. <laughs> I will tell you what God. happens if there is a gun in this movie. I'll tell you where it goes, and I'll tell you what the results are. Okay. Yeah, Deep Sea. Take it away. Listen. Do you want to? No, I do. I would love to. If you think... Okay, I'm ready. Scene one. (laughs) You're laughing, but scene one. Oh, God. It's not a joke. Oh, God. And it's not a dream. Oh, no. This is Gonzo back in biblical times. Gonzo's got a fucking Glockso, and he's taking it to No-No. And by No-No, I mean Noah. And by Noah, no, you mean F. Murray Abraham? F. Murray Abraham. Point is, Gonzo says, sorry, not today, Murray. <laughs> and he shoots Noah in the fucking teeth. And then, then it's Captain Phillips, okay? <laughs> Gonzo says, I'm the captain, I'm the captain, but it's Noah's Ark. I think that's genius. Actually, that should be a movie. <laughs> I, I'm so smart for thinking of that just now. That's... <laughs> 
so brilliant. Yeah, no, that would probably be the most if if he killed biblical Noah, the last it would have ended the human race though. Because it's just Noah and and what's her face. Yeah, but we would have gotten two and a half hours of that good was, Captain Phillips action. was a big theme in this movie, so maybe she would have banged an alien. Oh God, I'm upset about it. Jesus, always going back to that, Ryan. What is he, What is it with you? Oh, you're upset. It sounds like you're well, you guys, obsessed. It, just feels like it sounds I'm like you're obsessed. To, and sometimes okay, in buddy? a relationship, you have to listen to each other. You have to communicate. Nama. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, I I, wasn't listening to you guys because I needed to see the name of Noah's wife. And I've got a, a, a snippet here. Um, it says, Noah's wife is one of the most overlooked characters of the Bible, considering every one of us contains some of her DNA, exclamation point. And do you want to know why she was overlooked? Uh, that's not the craziest part of what I just said. Because she's getting boned all... by Bonzo in the back room. <laughs> yeah. Gonzo's going crazy on that lady. What's her name? <laughs> wow, real creative, uh, biblical times. Uh, real creative. No- Noma? Noma? Wait, no. No way. You just made that up. Sparky, you made that up. No, God did. Okay? She was the chosen one. No way. I don't believe you. Noma? Noma. N-A-A-M-A-H. Okay, that's more understandable. It, it's not just like... Nama. <laughs> Nama. Uh, it says the Bible does not mention her name, so we cannot know for certain, because if it had, we'd have known. Uh, but this has not stopped people from speculating. The most common name given to, to her Bible is Nama, All right. which is taken from Genesis 4.22. Ooh, so close. Uh, this is, guess is reflected in some ancient <laughs> books outside of the Bible. Okay, oh, damn. So they're not real. Another popular name to our Christian found in ancient <laughs> writings is, hold on, Emzara, Emzara. So that was just a, 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 a little snippet from the ArkEncounters.com webpage, which is the one. All that, right. So point is, we're okay. going back to what if there was a gun? It's Captain Phillips. Gonzo's going crazy. But now it's sort of like way in the future. Okay. Gonzo is still out on the Ark. He's in modern times with the Ark, and he comes back. Okay. Okay? And this Ark, we all know how many animals two, are on this Ark. One. Let's say it together, two, you guys. It's okay? a lot of Three, lot of two, animals. one. Two of every kind. Lot of, lots of them. <laughs> two of every kind. Two of every single kind of animal. Yeah. And that's a lot. And let me tell you, when Gonzo... It's the beaches of New York City, Staten Island, baby. It's Long Island. How many different islands are there in a city? It's crazy. <laughs> Point is, New York City is going wild. Gonzo's releasing the whole all the animals to New York City. No one knows what's going on. I'm just I'll be honest, <laughs> listeners at home, I'm looking at my own face in my camera and I'm laughing at that, so I'm going to turn it off. <laughs> okay, bud. Um, Point is, Gonzo's going crazy in New York City. It's the whole zoo, you I, know. You I, know how it, you know the deal. I think that that's that's a great time. Uh, You'll get that's there. That's a great. That's a great time for there to be gu- be a gun. I do think that it does set a dangerous precedent for what if there was a gun. <laughs> if you give a gun to the first person that shows up on screen, you can sort of like, you know, rewrite the whole movie. Right. Of course. I think it sort of sets a dangerous precedent for it when. We, we are talking about a movie where a character accesses biblical periods. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, well, uh, do you relinquish your command at Sergeant at Arms uh, for the Indeed, week? and I will see you next week. Uh, that wraps up What If There Was a Gun. Again, brought to you by our friends at the National Rifle Association. Uh, the National Rifle <laughs> we hate Association. You. We hate you so much. Sorry, yeah, what was it? Uh, a lot of money. A lot of money. Um, oh, yeah. And also, um, you guys suck. And also, you guys suck. We're ta- I'm talking about the NRA. You guys are terrible. Long. Okay. All right. Great. Sick. Sick. There goes our weekly fucking $88,000 that we get from the NRA. 
Anyway. Yeah, but how much is this woke bag? You know, it's worth? funny you mentioned <laughs> that. Uh, not um, $80,000. I think imagine. it's time we move on to our segment. Milk or Merlot? Or gold or mold? Time or crime? Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. I don't like that you're introduced introducing more names for this I save you beautifully named bit milk or merlot um wait can i can we go back i happen to remember that there was a very good one that ryan said the last time we were Boulder talking mold. no no there wasn't all right cool time or crime gold or mold is not better than milk <laughs> or merlot i would argue time or crime doesn't make any fucking time sense. or crime, time or crime no, doesn't i'll tell you what it was sense. No. It was not time or crime. <laughs> it was lime or it crime. It was crime or lime. It was crime or lime, you're right. Which is terrible and also lime doesn't make crime. any sense. Lime or crime. You know what? I, I, I Okay, I'd like to actually start a new segment right now called Lime and Punishment. <laughs> no. That's the whole that's joke. Nothing. It's the whole joke. I don't it's have an nothing. idea. <laughs> Let's be serious. This is not a comedy podcast. This is a serious movie review podcast. Yeah, I'm sorry, sir. Um... You're all going to fail your midterm? I don't know. Uh, Milk or Merlot, I'll kick it off. I think it's a nice Merlot. I I thought it was a fun romp. I thought it was a lot of fun to see Jeffrey Tambor again uh, after our our fateful improv show that we did together. Yeah, I'm going to say it's time as well. Um, (laughs) You know, (laughs) it's a nice little spice you can add to that. It's Milk or Merlot. You have a very simple choice. Sorry, but what did you say it was? You, you said, said it was time as wait, well? Yeah. Did you say time? Is time or crime like T-H-Y-M-E? Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. That makes See, now my head's in more, a whole but it's almost world. less funny. <laughs> but, all right. Uh, so, Merlot, you can what? add to a wine, I guess. Whatever. Who fucking cares? Listen, Why? I think that... This was a milker, a little, a little bit of a milker. Have you um, said anything is Merlot yet? <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, I like movies. Um, oh my god! And yeah, no, this was a milker, bro. Why is that, bud? Well, cause I'll tell you, when it was first made, it was a cash grab. I mean, undeniably, full of so many celebrity cameos. Mm. Um, uh, sort of maybe a little bit funny, but I was high yeah, so was when like I was watching cat. it, so you know. Um, <laughs> I, that's why I was laughing. Um, <laughs> exactly. Or you have to be a child. Can we actually and, uh, run through all of the celebrity cameos? We mentioned most of them, but I think it would be incomplete if we didn't go through all of them. Can we actually rate our favorite celebrity cameos? We've got F. Murray Abraham as Noah. Um, I guess Jeffrey Tambor isn't a cameo since he was a major player. Um, there was... Yeah, sorry. Rob I Schneider. I, Rob I do Schneider think had a Ryan cameo. has one. Ryan has one. Oh. But I think because of the kindness of me pointing out that Ryan wanted to talk, I'm actually just going to take one, sneak in right before him real quick. Um, I don't remember what his name was, but it's that guy who looks like he would be in Goodfellas, but he always has the heavy eyeliner. And every time I see him on screen, oh, I'm like, oh. oh, why is that guy got the eyeliner? Oh, yeah. Um, what is his name? He's in the fucking Chantix commercials. Um <laughs> I'm politely raising my hand for those of you at home. What is his name, though? Chantix Actor. Wait, Ryan, did you have one? No, but I would like to just introduce Ray Liotta. Briefly. Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta. It was Ray Liotta, yeah. He was my favorite one. Ryan, what were you going to say? All right, so we did mention something. Um... Bar- or Tino said it was a cash grab. So I decided, let's pull up the, uh, the numbers where the data... And the movie business meet. Um, mm. So I'm looking at the metrics here. Opening weekend, $4.8 million. Not the best, but it was the 90s, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that is. Adjusted. You know how it goes. You know, you know. it was 99. Um, it was entirely a domestic box office, so that's kind of interesting. The budget was $24 million, but adjusted for inflation here, it made $29 million, so it was... It was maybe a cash grab. I don't know. Tino was on the nose there, but he was off on the nose. He was not on the nose when talking about legs. The metrics what? here says what legs. Three what does that metric yeah, mean? Explain that to me. I don't know what this is referring to. It just says opening weekend, $4.826 million, 
of the total gross earnings. Legs, <laughs> 3.38. Domestic share, 100%. Wait, hold 100%. on, hold on, hold on. Production hold on. budget. So legs is not like in millions. It's not like how many, how much it made after it was no longer in theaters. It just, it just says 3.38. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, all right. So gonna... okay, okay, okay. So this is big. This is big. This is big for me right oh, now. Oh, if it's if it's a definition of what legs is, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> no. Okay. What are legs? No. Here. No, <laughs> no, I, I don't want to know. I, was... <laughs> I don't want to know. So, so much better. Scared. It's so much better you if were... I don't know what a movie's legs are. You were so terrified. By <laughs> I really don't want to know. I don't want to know what legs are. <laughs> my point is this movie okay we'll find out what legs are we'll find out what legs are find out what legs are i don't want to know i don't want to know it's so much better if we just assume that a higher amount of legs are better and we okay, never that's, figure okay, it out okay 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 well can i get to what i was gonna say yes please? say what you were gonna say just don't spoil what legs are uh. If this movie has 3.38 legs, that's still not as many legs as Snuffleupagus. <laughs> He's left frame. He, he went all the way back. He, he extended all the way out of frame. He thought that was so funny. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to we're going to check on the legs of every movie. Hey, do you guys want to order the movies that we've seen so far? We're five episodes in. I think it's good if we order uh, uh, in terms of how favorite it is. Yeah, we can go into our new segment, Ryan's Tomatoes. Introduced to you in the first episode. Kind of ignored it last three or four episodes. What the And then fuck? Uh, bring it back. We're bringing it back. I don't. What is this? Where am I right now? <laughs> is Ryan's Tomatoes like um, Rotten Tomatoes? Except it's I, just a database of all the movies that I've seen. Oh, okay, only yeah. My reviews. Got it. Okay, cool. so Ryan or so Tino and I aren't allowed to rate the movies we've seen so far. Is that what you're saying? I'll make an exception for this podcast. So Ryan's Tomatoes oh. and Constantine and Sparky. Okay, also, so just to review the movies that we've seen so the movies that we've seen so far <laughs> is Music of the Heart, Election, uh, whatever the marky mark movie was that other one and then this movie what was the fourth movie oh a midsummer night's dream uh do we have those ordered yet let's make a list man. that's what that's, that's what the bit is that's the bit i've been trying to introduce yeah so what if we like okay so you guys know rotten tomatoes oh christ in heaven. what if we call it oh, tino's tomatoes and we're, we're <laughs> i'm gonna lose my fucking mind <laughs> Yeah, we're a bit out of the out of the box in this one, huh? But that's good because it was about an out of the box movie that you really have matter. to have a okay. in mind going. I'm into. gonna so throw. Out, out, I'm gonna put this let's... one at number one. I'm gonna throw out okay, my list, fair. and then we can fight about it. I'm gonna say Election, Muppets, Midsummer Nights, Corruptor, or Music of the Heart, Corruptor. That was your best to worst. Best to worst. All right, I'm gonna say Muppets, then Election, Corruptor's last. Um. What am I missing here? Midsummer Night's no. Dream and Music of the Heart. No, Corruptor's not last, but that's going in at four. Number three is Midsummer Night's Dream, and number five was Music of the Heart. So let me recap. Number one, Muppets. Number two, um, Election. Number three, Mid... What did I say? Fuck, I already forgot. Midsummer Night's Dream. Midsummer Night's Dream. Number four, mm. Corruptor. Number five, Music of the Heart. For me, it's got to be <laughs> number one, election, of course. I mean, the fact that Ryan put Muppets in that spot is ridiculous. It's absurd. Um, Excuse then me? It's, then, listen, I might have to say it's Muppets next. I know I hate to steal your steez, Sparks. I know that's sort of what you said, mm -hmm. it, uh, but I'm with you on that. Thank you. And I think I'm actually... Maybe with you down the whole five. Now that I think about it, huh, come to think about it, election, Muppets, Midsummer, and then I think you said Music of the Heart? Uh, that's correct. Yeah, I did. And then Corruptor. Yeah. And I would actually, 
I would probably swap Corruptor with Music of the Heart. That is my final answer. Thank you very much. Well, look, let, let me let me let me let me rebut by saying um, the last three on my list, which are not Election or Muppets, are all just kind of tied for last place. But since we were ranking them, I just kind of threw them into a hodgepodge of rankings. I mean, that's, that's fair. The Corruptor was As... not worth anything, but I also was just not appreciative of Music of the Heart. Yeah, the last two sort of blow. Either way. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for this week. Uh, our, oh. our, I do what? have one more question if we're wrapping oh. up. Sure. Yeah? Sparky, in the scene where he's flying through space, did you recognize the exact opera that was playing in the background when he meets the space fish? Uh, something by Verdi, probably. No, it was A Break House by... <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, no. Verdi wrote Brick House. It was discovered, and then Earth, Wind, and Fire performed. It, oh so. shit! Yeah, all right. Yeah. Uh, that's wow! Good. I didn't even know the band of the joke, huh? I didn't even know the, the I mean, band I, for the I joke. I only wrote the question. You, Ryan. I only you wrote came the question. Here. I only wrote you the came question. came in here with a joke. Yeah. And didn't write the answer. Well, I'll tell you how it looks from my side, from my screen. You came in with a joke, and you couldn't support it. That's going to do it for us this week. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, that was mean, guys. Looking ahead to next episode. It's okay, buddy. It's all love here. Um, except for the movies. Nobody's safe when you're talking about those <laughs> films, if you want to call them that. I'm going to remember this conversation. We yeah, don't... I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Not if okay. I get there first, Because <laughs> I'm the arms master next week. No, that's me. That's Shit. me. You relinquish command to Two me. Two weeks from now, get ready, pal. No, you're not in on this. It's just me and Tino. You have what? your rap bit at the top of the yeah, show. Yeah, you have we your raps, about bro. Oh, we talked about Take this. your raps. Be happy with that. All right, okay. well, get ready for a slew of insults directed at you and the movie as well. I'm excited I'll for take it. it. That movie will be Bringing Out the Dead, the 1999 EMT thriller classic. Uh, Yo, what? <laughs> bringing Out the Dead, more like sending Constantine to his grave. Um, okay. Uh, it is... Dude, I'm gonna kill you. I'm not high-fiving you for that. Hey, Are you kidding? Guys, 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 guys. Remember, I don't... I'm not interested in your fighting. I am interested in the log line of the next movie we have, Bringing Out the Dead. Haunted by the patients he failed to save, an extremely burned-out Manhattan ambulance paramedic fights to maintain his sanity over three fraught and turbulent nights. Uh, stars... None other than Nicolas Cage and Pat- Patricia Arquette in the leading <laughs> roles. Um, that is Bring Out the Dead. You can catch it next week, same time, same place on 99-100. Uh, I think that's we it. We love them in the, in the, in the back. Uh, I'm sorry. I was trying to think of like a city where we love them from. I'm sorry. I couldn't think of a city where we would love them from. Oh, shout out to Toledo. We're big fans of Toledo. Okay, see. We we love them back in Toledo. So much love to the OKC. All right. uh, Unless you guys have anything else that you wanted to talk about, we can just wrap this wrap this episode up. No. I'm Sparky Shelton. Oh, I'm Tino Mickens. That was uh, Constantine Deep Sea Mickens. I'm Ryan Edelstein. (laughs) Fuck. Uh, This was was 99100. Good night. Have a lovely